Iron made a point of like, hey, you really need this college fan base because what people, what you see in a lot of TV shows, like particularly Insecure, a lot of people, they get their friend group, their identity uh, from college. Right. College has a very, you know. It's the first time that you're introduced into the things that's outside of your immediate bubble. Like you're you're introduced to the world through college. That's Mm -hmm. people's first introduction to different cultures, different stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even going back to it's a different world from where you come mm, from. That mm. you know, it's that 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 central point of you live Shout in this environment. Bill <laughs> 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 I, I was dancing around that motherfucker. I was dancing like Bo James. <laughs> you see a girl, a whole group of girls in a corner. <laughs> Damn! Oh, you went there. Yeah, you back with Anthro Pop G. It's your boy Else Doso, Leone Squad, the Silk Man. Air Silky. Your silkiness in the building with my compadre as always. This is boy Louie Newton, the people's champ, the resident Rizza of the podcast. Lulu Haka Show got the spirit gun for the ops. What up? What up, though? So, yeah, we talking. You know how we do an anthropology. We mind and mind culture, man. Season two coming up for Atlanta, March 25th. Yes, we doing these season two recaps. We rocking with uh, episode nine, North of the Border. Ooh, that is some good work. Oh, yeah, we ain't even toast to yeah, it, man. Bro, like, let, 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 let's do this real quick, like. This is the best rum I've ever tasted. Like I've never yeah. had like good rum. What, what is what it? Toasted to. Um, let's toast to the Jamaica trip. Like my, it's my wife's 40th birthday. We doing it big. Uh, all expenses paid by me. <laughs> to Jamaica. You just you and your wife. I had to pay for me, but you want to make it seem like you paid for everybody. No, no, no. All expenses like nigga. I I, I don't give a fuck about you. What's well, fair? Yeah, but yeah. the way you just said it was like all this bitch paid by me. Like you paid for everybody that's going, nigga. Hey, so I'm trying to rain on my parade, man. Like if niggas want to assume I'm bossy, like let it be. That's terrible. Man. Anyway, yeah, we going about to go bear whatever. Like all the excursion, all that shit. Blah blah blah. Yeah, so let's, let's so talk to that. Like, and that's next week. So yeah, it's next Friday. Yeah, yeah it's, it's coming up fast. Yes, like sir. I haven't packed or nothing. Like we gotta get to it. But so we we sipping on that that uh yeah, bring it rum right there seventeen oh three yes sir when it, when it got a date on it you know it's good yeah man nope. like your guy said put a date on it uh-huh. triple I date, cat I put a date on my XO brandy just to make it seem like it was richer <laughs> <laughs> triple casket blend like yeah this, this is and no it's it's actually good it's it's earthy like it has texture like. It's a good rum. Normally, like, rum is just like some throwaway shit you mm-hmm. mix with some other shit to yeah, make yeah. a fucking Long Island. Like, but only Coke you want to have involved with this is the, the type you put up your nose. <laughs> I prefer the kind you rub on your teeth. You're like, I, I, I'm not a fiend like him. <laughs> For the record, neither the one of us do coke. Has never done coke. Neither one of us do coke. <laughs> up with hope, down with dope. These are jokes. So what we toasting to. Uh, oh, we toast to Jamaica. Toast to Jamaica. My toast. wife's 40. Like, yeah, all that. All we that. go, hey, Silk Man, Silk Man, Silk Man. Them boys up to something. <laughs> uh, we, should, we can't play that Jump Man because of copyright stuff. But that's the vibe we but all But y- y'all know the vibes. Y'all know that's the vibes. That's the vibe we all <laughs> Coming back still smelling like a vacation. Mm. That's good. Yeah, you sipping on that. Wow. All right, yeah. so. Like he said, we're on... Season one, two. two. Season two, episode nine, North of the Border. border. All right. So I'm going to read the uh, wiki um, synopsis. Earn, Alfred, Darius, and Tracy drive to Statesboro for a university concert and lodge with Violet, a girl Earn and Darius met who also has an obsessive crush on Alfred in her apartment. After Alfred and Clark's performances, at the nighttime concert, Violet dumps beer on Alfred for talking to another girl. 
The situation escalates due to Tracy's brash decision-making and the four flee and end up at the frat house in the middle of a party and hazing ritual. While Darius and Tracy visit the house's gun room, Alfred informs, er, informs Ern that he's considering dropping him as his manager due to his continuous stinginess and lack of perks and that he's looking into being managed by Lucas. In the morning, the four return to Violet's apartment complex to find Alfred's car vandalized and their belongings stolen and or damaged. Ern is particularly incensed when he finds his laptop missing and resorts to pulling a fire alarm and unsuccessfully attempting to kick Violet's door in. On the ride home, Tracy mocks Ern's decision-making throughout the entire ordeal and pretend <coughs> shoots him with a flintlock that was stolen from the fret house. Ern reaches his breaking point and demands to fight Tracy as Alfred pulls the car over and he and Darius watch. Tracy Lee easily beats the shit out of Ern <laughs> into <laughs> and the four re-enter the car without a word. Oh, the silk pajamas Ern, Alfred, and Darius wore throughout the episode bear a strong resemblance to those worn by TLC in the music video for Creep. And it had wild House Party 2 vibes. Like, I didn't really uh, pick up on that until until I saw them in it. But, like, yeah. And the opening song was Patty Cake by Kodak Black. And the closing song was I Am I a Good Man by Them Two. Them Two. Them Two. I said Them Two. Them Two. Nice. So, yeah, man. So, this episode... It was a continuation from the woods from the standpoint mm -hmm. of um, Paperboy, like we talked about in our last episode. He was at a cross, he was at a fork in the road, decided, hey, am I going to stay all the way down with my family and not expect much? Uh, just be this regular dude rocking polos mm -hmm. and shoes, you know, just polos and Air Force Ones, thinking I'm keeping it real, or I'm going to lean into becoming that star that I'm supposed to be, setting the expectations, setting the price on, like Jay-Z said, set your price on niggas and live your life, my nigga, that type of vibe. So, exactly. so the, the episode starts with, they're in Paperboy's apartment. Uh, Earn is still kind of in control. Like he set this up with this, with this college, um, with this, you know, this college circuit. Cause that's, that's one of the proven grounds of, of you know, being an artist period. You do these events for free. Uh, yeah. That's that's like, and he made a point, Aaron made a point of like, hey, you really need this college fan base because what people, what you see in a lot of TV shows, like particularly Insecure, a lot of people, they get their friend group, their identity uh, from college. You right. know, college exactly. has a very, you know. It's the first time that you're introduced into the things that's outside of your immediate bubble. Like, you, right. you're, you're introduced to the world through college. That's mm -hmm. people's first introduction to different cultures, different stuff, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even going back to, it's a different world from where you come mm. from. That, mm. you know, it's that 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 central point of you live Shout in this environment. <laughs> 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 I, I was dancing around that motherfucker. <laughs> I was dancing like Bo James. <laughs> <laughs> you see a girl, a whole group of girls in the corner. <laughs> Damn. Oh, you went there. I didn't want to go there. Just light it up. Yeah. They fired this bitch one time. Kevin Hartson. Oh, man. But, so, what did you, so that, in, that introduction scene you saw, mm -hmm. um, you know, Earn is he's in control, right? He's yep. saying, Hey, I set this up. He's still yep. playing a manager role. This college base is really good for you, which it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can recall my time in college of just a lot of artists that are the biggest artists you know coming to my college campus, you know, relative unknowns at that point. But it's having that college base. Um, and, and who goes to festivals for the most part? It's college age kids with, with extra money. Yes, They're sir. going to Coachella. Yes, They're going to. Rolling Loud, yes, they're sir. going to Austin City Limits, which is at the in the universe at the University of Austin, basically in Austin, University of Texas in Austin. Um, so he's right about that. But um, but 
Paperboy has a different mindset now. He's like, yeah, whatever, man. Like, you're not really doing the job for real. And then he finds out, like, oh, yeah, we're not staying in this hotel. You're staying with this girl that and we got her number. Oh, she cute, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then what What did you think about Tracy? Just, like, Tracy is kind of playing, like, that kind of comedic kind of bruh man kind of element for Martin a little he bit. Is. So, like, I, I got a slightly different take. Like, for me... Tracy is inconsequential. Tracy is more of a representation of what Earn as a manager has to deal with and also uh, Paperboy as the artist has to deal with because you're going to have those people who you can't control. You can't control what they do. You can control how you respond to it. But so, when you say that's someone they have to deal with, go a little further. Okay, so Tracy, you see him in a car ride going forward. Earn didn't want to take him. Earn said, like, he was trying to be like, oh, yeah, it's some stuff. It's not fun, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're not going to be in relief. We got to really leave right, right now. Mm-hmm. And then Tracy's like, I asked when we was going. I said, where are you going? Mm-hmm. Paperboy tells him. And he's like, oh, I'm ready right now. Paperboy says, I give you $200. Like he was, because he offered his security services. He's a big dude, just got out of prison, looks intimidating. Yeah, he and- is like the sentient form of a black Air Force One. <laughs> 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 if you haven't seen this, picture Damon in a do-rag. Like, in, in, in Damon that- in a do-rag, all black with black Air Force Ones. Yeah, yeah, black hoodie, black jogging pants, and Air Force Ones. That's Tracy. <laughs> So he says, oh, shit, I'm ready now. I don't need shit. <laughs> Got my black air ones and my do-rag. I'm right, good. good. <laughs> so, like, what, what I meant was, like, that type of person is the type of person that in that industry, it, it's the standard. You're going to, that that archetype is always going to be there. You got to deal with it. Like, hey, I mean, that archetype is the type of person that, like like uh, Future said, house sitting on a hill, nah. I just see some niggas with me that's going to keep it real, nah. So exactly. that's part of like him staying grounded. I mean, even though, so it, it's, this, it's like I want to grow as an artist. I want to get all that's coming to me, but I still want to be real. So this is my dog, Tracy. He's serving a purpose. Hey, you, right. you're doing security. Like, and I don't even see it as far as, like, I. it could have been, it doesn't have to be the wild card. It could have been the wild card with the dude with, I got all the drugs. Because in the episode, you see he was looking for weed. He was looking for weed. It could have been a dude who always had the weed on him. Mm-hmm. But that's a, a potential problem, somebody traveling with that. Because if anybody in your entourage gets caught with it, it's on you. Like So that that's a potential obstacle. Like There's always going to be that potential obstacle. And Paperboy was... I, and I feel like he was looking at Earn to how he was going to deal with just those potential right, obstacles. Yeah. So that's how I view Tracy. Mm. But back to the original thing, like, so they're going on. And for me, this episode was all about decisions. Like you said, he made the decision, I'm going all in this route. Mm-hmm. And he is looking for Earn to have that same, to be locked in just like he is, like, but Earn's not. That's why he made the decision to go elsewhere. Like, like he was, he said he's got to make his next move the best move. Well, part of it is Earn's still in this mindset of he thought he was doing a good thing by saying, hey, we can save the money on the yep. hotel. So he's yep. still in a scarcity kind of mindset. Exactly. He hasn't adjusted. Even though he went to Princeton, like you said, he didn't graduate from Princeton. Right. Like, but he... He has some ability to do things. Um, He's he shown his worth even in the first episode going all the way back to season one where he was, well, not season, I, I wasn't the, yeah, it was the first episode, season one, where he was able, he took his money, got his song played on the radio. That right. took him to that whole other level. Right, but right, right. What are you doing now? Are you? Okay, so that, that brings me to the, the point I was originally trying to make. So he's doing this concert at this college. Like you said, that's where people are rubbing shoulders with other artists who are on that same level who are going up. He's there with uh, Clark, Clark County. County. Yeah. 
Like that's the the industry plant. Let's keep it right. He's, like, he's an industry plant. Right. <laughs> I, I didn't peep that the first time I saw it, but right. yeah, like Gary's like what Clark Howe industry plant. Yeah, I know. It's like yeah, it's obvious. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly, exactly. Yeah. He's a, he's an industry plant, and but he's there, so he's going. He's taking the route that's to success because the industry knows that's the route. You're right there. He's getting paid because he's an industry plant. You're not. But sometimes, like, and uh, Charlemagne was talking about this in his book, uh, Black Privilege. Oh, yeah, the book I let you borrow, I never got back yet. Go uh, the, 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 oh, so you, you lend stuff like you know, you, you lend knowledge expecting it to get it back? Like, yeah, no, no, you, you, you gave me that knowledge, bro, it's mine now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so in that book, he was speaking about um, how he was on. Yeah, tell us because I forgot because I, I gave you four years. Don't ago. worry, so, yeah. I, I, I will inform you. Enlighten me, yes, like, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Because when I read it, it locks in. Like you just get the book just to say you have it. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I, I, I got 15 it, likes off that picture. <laughs> <laughs> got those likes. <laughs> Put it in the bank. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, uh, in the in the book, he was talking about how he worked for Wendy Williams and he didn't get a paycheck. Like, he was going in every day like, like it was a full-time job, but as an intern, but, like, he was developing a following. Like, he was good. He was on the air so people could see him and it's increasing his worth. Like, it's increasing his brand. So, when he left that, now he has he can uh demand I I garner this so like you owe me this like my worth is this he has a de- demonstrable uh demonstrative demonstrative well demonstrate well go ahead yeah yeah whatever <laughs> y'all figure it out but like he can say I'm worth this and he has the numbers to back it so that that's an asset. You don't get all work you don't get paid for. Like every just because you're not getting paid doesn't mean it's not beneficial to you. Right. And earn is coming at it from that standpoint, saying, like, yeah, we do this, but the person we're staying with, her girl is the treasurer. Yeah, that next year we bring in 60k. And earn, just like Paperboy, is getting it out the mud. Mm-hmm. Like, so he's gotta do this to uh facilitate deals down the road. Yeah. But it, it comes into contrast to what Clark Kent is doing. He's got the white guy from the industry who's already plugged in. He doesn't have to facilitate because he's already had he already has the connections. And that's gonna come up later down the line in the yeah. series. But like right now, like it's a difference between do I go with the dude who's got it already, or do I go with the person who's learning and is in my corner a thousand percent. So, like, that's what Earn is offering. Like, I, I, I'm good at this, but I don't have the connections. Just bear with me until I get on the level that he's on because he's not going to have your back. Like, I got your back, and he's not better than me. He's just been doing exactly. it all. Connections. Like, his dad was probably in the industry. Exactly. So, that's the situation they're in when they're at this party. But not having those connections and having to do this. You're standing with this crazy chick who's telling you about dreams she had about... Oh, yeah, 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 go ahead. Yeah, go let's ahead. go into the... Chrono- yeah, so going back into like the chrono- chronological part of the episode. Mm-hmm. So they, they start off um, in Ernst in uh, Paperboy's house. And then they then the next scene is they're right at this, this girl's house where Ernst's like, hey, you can stay here for free. Her, her friend's the treasurer. We play this right. You got a free state, and next year you get sixty k because she's the treasurer for Spring Flame. Oh. But they get there, um, and she's like the makings of an obsessive person. She's like, "Well, I had a dream about you. <laughs> you were cream. I was crocodile. I was a crocodile. Then no, I ate he was you. like a pelican or something." <laughs> oh, I thought she said he was just cream. Oh, he was a pelican. I, I think he was a pelican. I'm not sure though. Like I might be mistaken. <laughs> I ate you. There was blood everywhere. Yeah. I knew we were connected. And, and then he looked up at the cells. They're laying on the bed. They're lit, they, she pushes them back on the bed. They're laying down and she's cuddled up to her shoulder. And he looks up to the ceiling and there's like bloody footprints on the ceiling. Like there's some weird, real, like witch type shit. Like yeah. witchcraft. Which, how could that possibly happen as a, a foot? 
print on a ceiling. But that's part <laughs> of the surrealism, just to exactly. hammer the whole hammer home that this wasn't a good decision. Uh, and anything can happen from this situation. You're so, an up and coming star. I mean, even Chris Brown recently got caught. They're, what they're saying, like he drugged a woman and raped her on on Let, let me jump in real quick. So surrealism is a staple of this show, and it's one one of the things that makes me love it so much. And surrealism is like creating like an out of the ordinary situation or picture or depiction to explain everyday activities like so they're taking it to level like it's a one to ten they're putting the level at 20 to make you look at level five differently just to see it in a different perspective mm -hmm. which is what this is like yeah, like the of course you're not going to go to a woman's house and see footprints on the ceiling but like it's making you look at that woman that you don't know say she could be into like you really don't know her like so it, it, it's kind of Doing that, like, and that's the aspect it's, of the surrealism that makes it hit so hard and, like, gives it these different layers. It's working as an exclamation point to exactly. what that story conveyed, emphasizing the fact that Erm's not making good decisions. Exactly. Uh, especially from Paperboy's standpoint, yep. saying, hey, we had this perspective uh, in, in episode eight where he's with uh, the, the young lady and she's saying, oh, he's not doing this for you, he's not doing uh -huh. that for you. Uh -huh. So that it's really punctuates that he's putting them in these bad situations. But and, and, and a bigger thing about that, like, and I'm not gonna say a bigger, but like the 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 flip side of that is Paperboy is realizing all these things and coming to these conclusions and ready to take the next step. And Earn, on the other hand, he doesn't have that perspective of Paperboy, who's an artist who's talking to these people. Earn has the perspective of my life is falling apart and. I'll do whatever I have to do to get him to succeed because that allows me to succeed. So, like, he's doing all this stuff out of desperation, but not necessarily having the perspective and seeing the uh, the ramifications of those poor decisions he's making out of that desperation. Yeah, so, yeah, that's a good point. So, that takes us to, they've already performed. Mm -hmm. They all they wore silk pajamas, different colors. Uh, but oh, I, and it's interesting that they all wore the pajamas. I mean, we haven't seen uh, Paperboy perform, but I would imagine that Darius isn't his hype man and right. Ern's not on stage, but yet they all had on the pajamas. But right. um, there was, do you garner any significance from the colors that they wore? Like Paperboy wore blue, mm -hmm. uh, Darius wore red. Red Darius is usually the wild card, is going to say something wild in the episode or, or whatever, and that's his character. But then. Uh, Ern's got on purple. Any significance from that from you? Royalty. Yeah, purple was like royalty. It's uh, but blue. Um, that's more of like a comfort color. That's more, yeah. but also it kind of plays to his melancholy kind of persona. Like even yeah. in that situation, when when the girl came over who said she was writing paper about him, he was like, "Oh, I haven't seen I haven't seen uh, uh, Alfred smile in a while," which is. Uh, Paperboy's real name. Uh, I think this is good for him. Right. Um, but then it was interesting what the, what the girl said. She was like, you're so aware of your words. That's rare these days for rappers. Yeah, yeah. Now like, that kind of goes to the Push and Peace song. Because it's like, that's just, that's the hottest song right now. I fuck with it heavy. However, they're just saying a bunch of gibberish. No, what like, is in the paddocks in my peace? Which, I mean, that's a fact. I, I wish, like, I, I see people, like, when that song comes on, like, I see people get so hyped and, like, I'm so, like, I'm jealous. I want to feel that. Like, I, I, I'm I, feeling it right now in my head. Yeah. But, I, he, but it, like, so. Like, I don't. You know, thugs, like, I just, uh, I just, uh. <laughs> and that's just so hard. And, and then he just, his bars just say, three peas, popcorn, Porsches. <laughs> but. So it's kind of a valid point because you said you're so aware of your words. Yeah. That is rare these days. Right. But then from that, you've got Earn put him in this situation like I was alluding to before of like, if you're a rising star, you got to be careful around which women you're around, what can happen, what they can uh -huh. say, what can come up, how that can tarnish your reputation. So like, I noticed that like when the, the second they knocked on the door and she said, you two are sleeping with this woman. You can sleep with me. <laughs> like, 
I'm like, that sounds like a recipe for disaster. Like, you don't even want to put yourself in that position where somebody could feel awkward or some type of way. Like, the, the, as paperboard, you're two, two people who are with you are sleeping in a college dorm with a woman. You don't know who she is, what age she is. Yeah. She could be 17. She could yeah. be 16 on well, a scholarship. Be, and just, like a, you don't she know could be that. A, a, a Doogie Howser type. Yeah, yeah. Or, or she could be somebody's little sister. Like, so like, not saying they would do it, but you don't put your, because if anything does happen, it doesn't, it comes back on you. You're the known name, so it yeah. comes back on you. Right. And I mean, that's what happened to Pop. That girl said that somebody else raped her in a whole yep. other room and yep. he's on trial for it. Yep. And went to prison. Yep. Like, so, but, and that was one of the things that Paperboy said later on in the episode, like, and that that, that was something that hit me hard. Like, I, I, I'm not going to say the actual line until we get to it, but like, he, another thing he said was, you put me in that position when he was trying to blame Tracy. He's like, right. Tracy, it wasn't a problem until Tracy made it. He's like, no, you're my manager. You knew she was crazy and you put me in the yeah, room with her. You yeah. put me in this situation where this could happen. And it's a manager's job to avoid those situations at all costs. Like, oh, yeah, we don't need a hotel. Like the artist saying, we don't need a hotel. This girl, this fan says we can stay. No, nah, nigga, we're getting a hotel. You got to keep that separation exactly. between fans and exactly. stars. Like, you don't see that. You don't understand it. And I thought that was particularly weak on Irv's part of trying to use Tracy as a scapegoat. Um, and I know this comes super early in this season because the day um, I think Irv wanted to stay there and yep. Tracy was there. Yep. So there's always been this conflict between those two. I mean, even with the whole, A, the gift card thing. You know, and then my man dipped off. So I'm mm -hmm. at the job interview, dog. You know, so there's always been this conflict between those two. Um, but like you said, Tracy is going to be Tracy. You know, you have to, like, if you want to be in this position, I'm this rising star, I'm this, you know, and you're managing me, you're going to have to deal with those kind of characters and understand what it is. You can't use them as a scapegoat and try to play the family card. So in that situation, you're going to have to deal with the Tracy type, which let's just say, is a wild card. There's always going to be wild cards in that type of situation that you're going to have to deal with as a manager. Mm -hmm. And the test isn't how crazy is the wild card or what situation the wild card gets you in. The, the, the test is how do you deal with that unknown situation as the fucking manager? And use that to your advantage. To exactly. So, so now, and what we're getting to is Tracy's is doing Tracy's doing his job. He's taking it serious. You know, he yep. said he's the security. Yep. He got his back there. Like Clark pull up on him, like, hey, back up, man. It's paper boy. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you know, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, because he's like an industry play. I, he strikes me as like a, a, a big Sean type for some reason. Oh, don't do that. I know. It's don't just it just seems like not like Big Sean's an industry plan or whatever, but I get like real like Big Sean vibes from, from stop saying stop stop doing that. Well, well who do you, who do you get like if you if you're trying to compare this person to any kind of uh, like a, a racial murder or something or like a uh, why why don't we go with what the the show gave us and go post Malone Big Sean we love Big Sean like Big yeah, Sean Big Sean we gonna have you on the show one day my guy we gonna have you show we gonna have you on the show one day my guy I was talking not like right, because we might, the whole... have, we might cut that out no why. Eh, we're not gonna have this conversation here, but like that's on the table that we might cut that part out. So right. let's let's go from. Nah, just keep talking, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My whole point of saying Big Sean is because Big Sean lives clean. Big Sean has positive music. Oh, okay. Big Sean is serious about his career. Big Sean has a, a great relationship with his mother, like this guy has. Uh, Clark County's mother worked for the government and got him Harriet Tubman twenties. Clark County is not seen as a negative character at all. There's nothing wrong with Clark County, and there's nothing wrong with being an industry plant. It's a good, it's good work. Whoa, if you whoa, can whoa, find. Whoa, it is great work whoa, if you can whoa, find whoa, it. What are you talking about? Because whoa. Clark County is getting all he's getting like, and that's that's the weird thing about the situation. Clark County's on the same bill with Paperboy at this college thing. However, Clark County has the YooHoo commercial. Clark County had the Fast and Furious soundtrack. 
So there is nothing negative about me saying that big that Clark County reminds me of Big Sean. White Devil's advocate. <laughs> that, what does that got to do with White Devil? I don't understand. So I'm, I'm explaining it to you. And so Big Sean is all of those things naturally. An industry plant is the opposite of that because he is none of the things you. Well, he's he those could things. be those things. He's just. He just Go ahead. Go ahead. We're not going to do that. Go ahead. So, like, Big Sean is who he is naturally, I want to say. Like, because I I, I believe Big Sean, like, an industry plant is somebody like Post Malone, who, and they, they, Post Malone comes up later in this episode. He had short hair and was playing the guitar and was singing, like, folk music. And then the record industry yeah, got him. Coral, and, white and, yeah, cool, and, and, yeah, tattoos all over his yeah. face. Like that's not naturally who he is. So, so we, when you say industry plant, Vanilla Ice, another one. Like, oh, yeah, yeah well, remember it, he yeah. came on our singing heart and bought Favor Flavor Idol out. And Flavor Flavor's like, you're my nigga. Flavor my And then and then our singing heart like, so you know Flav? And he was like, no, but, uh. <laughs> he was like, hey, that's cool, Flav. You're here. All right, now back to the. Yeah, right, right, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, so industry plant, let me get, let me get to the yeah, point. Yeah, so, yeah. the industry plant is somebody who isn't that person, but the industry says, hey, if you adhere to these standards that we see other people doing and being successful off of, but we can't control them and tell them to act, behave, and dress in a certain manner. We can tell you that. So if you do that and make this type of music, you'll be successful. Way more successful than them because they don't have the resource to be at. We're going to make sure you're the guy that blows up and they're in your coattails. Oh, so like that's Billy it. Eilish. And maybe. I don't know. Like, But when you... That's why I'm, I'm real careful of labeling actual people and rappers that we know and like actually look up to like and want to fuck with like Big Sean. Don't label him that because, like, I don't see so, him as that. This has been a conversion of thought, bro. There we go. Converse. There, there we go. We had two totally <laughs> different opinions of what an industry plant was. And it's not great. Well, it still is great work if you can find it. But it's better to be authentic and, yeah, and get it yeah, out of the mud. Yeah. Um, but and I'm not saying I would say it's a great work, right. but, like, that's not Big Shine. We're and we're not, not saying Clark County is uh, an industry plant. That was I'm just a that. theory that they had that kind of hits home. Um, he talks about doing drugs and doesn't do drugs. It's a plant. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, all right. So, and that's part of this conversation. Right. You have an opinion, we discuss it. You exactly. know, we decide, exactly. you know, so we don't have to cut any of that out. You know, it's yeah. all good. Yeah. But um, going back to that, so this is the tipping point of, of the uh, the whole, this is when all of, of Ern's bad decisions come to you know, come to a crescendo where he's talking to the young lady. Mm-hmm. Nothing suggestive. He ain't talking about taking her back to a room or nothing like that. They're having a legit conversation about how wow you we're writing a paper about you. You know, and he this is a paperboy talking to her. Yeah, paperboy's talking to her. They had you were gonna write a paper about you. Cool. But this woman is of the opinion that hey, you're staying with me. I didn't put y'all niggas up, blah, blah, blah. That's why you don't want to be in debt to anybody. Exactly. You know, on this road. Get a hotel. Four so days, that, that, was a power. Very, that was a very that was a very poor decision on Ern's part. Um, so she pours you know pours a drink on him, and then Tracy's playing his role as the security guard. He confronts her, which was wrong to do that. I mean, it, it's an interesting. Was it like what are you doing that situation? It, it's tough, man, because when you it, yeah. you really don't confront women, it always goes exactly. bad. Because all right, so as a security guard, your job is to stop threats. She wasn't a threat in that moment. So I'm going to say, you got drink poured on you. There is no threat. Like, she's on a top floor. All right, let me get my guy to somewhere where that's not going to happen. But, like, he goes up to, you taking her to jail? You're going to beat her ass? Like, what, what, what? he's not thinking that far ahead. Ern sees that. He follows him up the stairs. So... She's confronting the security guard who came to confront her. Like, what the fuck you going to do? He's telling her, like, she's pushing him and stuff. He's saying, don't put your hands on me, blah, blah. She's like, oh, I'm not scared. What you going to do if I do? Pushing him, being a, a, a drunk college girl, like, this big six-foot 
five dude who just got out of jail. You pushing him like he's not gonna do shit, and he goes six foot five guy who just got out of jail. <laughs> like, right. And like doesn't does, he's just like yeah doesn't does punch that's him, enough. But he mushes her like and she's standing with her heels against the step like a huge flight of stairs. He puts his hand on her face and just pushes, and she flies back in slow motion. Earth. Which I love oh, right. the cinematography of that, of that, in the way they yeah. highlighted that point, and just how this is like the major plot twist. Well, not plot yeah. twist, but yeah, I guess plot twist be. of this right. episode of like, like plot I said, this is, a, this is that crescendo. This is right. hey, these are all your bad decisions. You're, you 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 know, you're you're too smart for your own good. Uh-huh. Thinking hey, we're gonna save this money. Hey, she know this person. Nah, nigga, y'all need to get a hotel because you put her put him in this situation. Where you want to make Tracy the scapegoat, but Tracy's being Tracy. Tracy and being Tracy. You, you gotta know be Tracy. You got a Tracy. Right. So, so like, he, Tracy pushes her off. And like you said, the beautiful cine, cine, cinematography. And, like, she's falling. And you realize that, like you said, it's the crescendo. It could go a lot of different ways. If she falls and breaks her neck, his career, Paperboy's career is over. Done. Mm-hmm. He might be going to jail for manslaughter. Mm-hmm. Like it, it could go bad. Never work again. Mm-hmm. Ernest there, he saw it happening. He ran up. He catches her. What does he get? His thanks. Oh, you want it? You with this nigga? Bah! Slaps the shit out of him. <laughs> like, like the whole room says, "Ooh!" <laughs> like that hard. Like, and then she runs off or whatever. But. You can't save the day from a disaster that you created mm-hmm. and expect to be the hero. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what was going on. Like, Earn did that. And, like, they don't show it. And I like that because it wasn't overstated. Like, he didn't save her and put his hands up like, yeah. Like, he caught her. And he's mad at Tracy for pushing her. But you started this whole thing. Exactly. Put you situation. put her in that. You, 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 your decisions led to this point. He didn't see that. Like he, he, he was completely oblivious until later on in the episode when he, when he's forced to confront it. And like he's forced to confront it in an interesting way because like Tracy was saying that, oh, your cousin has a temper, like talking about Earn and. So let's not fast forward all okay, the way there. So okay. let's get to the point where, okay, so now they're in this situation. Um, someone says, oh, that's my little sister, blah, blah, blah. These, yeah. you know, probably a part of a fraternity, college kids. They come out and confront them, you know. Uh, you put him on that, and that's the thing. You put him on that level of right. just with college kids because not you're staying with this lady as opposed to being a star, having your own exactly. hotel, not exactly. being involved with anybody, not anybody getting jealous. So yep. then... They get to the quad or whatever, right outside of the, you know, the, the uh, you know, the gym or wherever they had the performance. And and Ern's trying to say, hey, you know, black people, nonviolent. And then black Air Bitch. Force One, bam, run, nigga. And then they go, you know. It's like out of nowhere, like mid-sentence, you hear, bitch. And Tracy blow, blows, like just knocks her brother completely out. And like Ern is like, what the what's going on? And he says, nigga, run. <laughs> nigga, run. And then now they're now they they run. They're they're I don't know if they're nest they're not off campus. They're not no, they're, they're, they're on campus. campus. They see a car coming by, um, you know, just you know, campus security with lights. Right, yeah. This drunk girl go past, they're like, yo, we gotta go off, get off campus. Um, you know, something central to uh Alfred's character, paper boys, they like smoke weed. So like they smell some weed. And obviously, Darius' character, being who he is, says citronella. So he smells the citronella weed. That leads him to a fraternity house. Right. So they get to this fraternity house, and the white guy, like, immediately says, wait, wait, you're a paper boy. And he's like, and paper boy's like, you got some weed? He's like, yeah, we'll smoke you out, blah, blah, blah. Come on in. Pulls out the backwoods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll smoke it backwards. Yeah, we got some more shit inside. Blah, blah, blah. So that's an interesting point. I want to want to. So there are certain things that speak to cultural experiences, yeah. right? And like, you know, oh, this person is cool. Like I think I mentioned in our last episode, 
Uh, dog had on an Uncle Nearest t-shirt. White dude playing electric guitar. That lets you know oh, this nigga's cool, right? The fact that uh, they... Or you appropriated Uncle Nearest like they appropriated Jack Daniels. <laughs> or that. Or you're saying, no, this is the real shit, and yeah, I'm fuck with the yeah, real the shit, real and I'm going to represent the real uh, shit. Exactly. That's what that is. Could go either it's way. It's a lot cooler than who having a Jack Daniels t-shirt on. That, that is true. So, but to that point... Thought. Right, so <laughs> that point... He passes them backwards, so now they feel a little comfortable. Oh, y'all smoking on the woods. Cool. Right, so now they're right. more comfortable. Even though they just saw a dude with a bag over his head getting pushed into a room. Butt naked. Butt naked, naked white dude. Butt naked <laughs> white dude with a, with a sack on his head. Right. So, but that goes to, and then this whole part of it, it kind of shows what I, what I picked up from that. Because it's where they're in Georgia. This is Georgia, Georgia Southern because they're in State Squirrel, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about, I think, on the last episode about you know the national championship just happened. Um, who won the most benevolent slave owner? It was Georgia <laughs> versus Alabama. So you have these things that are entrenched within the culture, but they represent hate. They represent so many negative things towards people like us. Well, maybe not you, because you know you you know you know you're not black. You know what I'm saying? No, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know, like a real nigga like me. It, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, you, you came through with a fine carpet and shit over here. <laughs> a Latin face ass nigga. But, uh, <laughs> so they go into the house, but it was the backwood that was like, oh, these niggas are cool. You know, like, right. gave them like, oh, I can feel a little comfortable here. To the point where they're sitting there, Confederate flag behind them, two rows of dudes with sacks on their head being hazed, and they smoking weed, and they talking about hip hop and stuff. So, well, not hip-hop rap, because they're talking about D4L, Lappy Taffy, Post Malone, all that kind of Surrealism. stuff. Surrealism. Like, it, it, that's... Like, we get these this very realistic-ass episode, and then you end up here in this very, like, realistic, but also surreal scenario where these black dudes from the hood end up sitting under a Confederate flag smoking weed with these white dudes who put the Confederate flag up and it's a row of naked white, like it, it, it's surreal. But again, what is surreal? It's uh, it's on 10 to explain something that's very mundane. Like, so. And when I, go ahead, go ahead. But I had so, thought about that. When the, the white guy, he says, oh yeah, you're one of my two favorite rappers. The first is Post Malone. Mm-hmm. And then it's you. Like, so it's the industry plant. They just came from an interaction with Clark Kent. Like, Clark or County. Clark County, I'm sorry. Clark County, like, who's the industry plant? Like, who's not really real? He's not really from the culture, but portraying it. Post Malone, not really from the culture, but portraying it. Like, I don't and, even think he... Okay. Pre- so, and I want to get to the point I was saying, but when you say Post Malone's portraying a culture, so the only part that I got that didn't feel authentic is when I first heard of him and the song was fucking fire was the white iris and shit when he had on cornrows and stuff but past that a lot of his music is like infused with like rock uh he's talking about being you know i don't see him like i would see like a uh like a white boy act i don't get a vibe of like a white boy from the hood i get like a white like a redneck sipping beer sipping but drinking bud lights Wearing hunting gear. How many of them dudes you know got cornrows? That's what I'm saying. From the, the first ep- the first part, but then from that, I feel like how many of them came know to... who got there? There's guys that got tattoos on there. There's a, I, I was that's why I was correcting mid sentence. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between like tattoos and like urban ta- like black people get certain types of tattoos and Post Malone has though like you can sit like you, you well I never really noticed his tattoos at that point but but that's neither here nor there but the point I want to get to around them going to that fraternity house and being welcomed kind of reminded me of do the right thing that scene with Mookie and uh, Sal's son where they're talking about Who's your favorite rapper? Who's your favorite actor? All these different things. Right. Well, they they're not niggas to me, you know. They're different. So, right. yeah. like, exactly, like the like they're in the bastion of like white supremacy, maintaining this culture with the whole Confederate flag. But they see Paperboy, 
They don't necessarily see, oh, these are some black dudes, these are some niggers. No, this is Paperboy, man. Paperboy's here. So let me touch on that. Like, whereas Sal and Do the Right Thing was in the hood, he wasn't the bastion of anything. He was living off of the neighborhood. He was a leech. Like, these people are going, that was fucking Brett Kavanaugh. Those are mm. Supreme Court mm. justices. Yeah. Those are those district attorneys. Mm. Those are fucking like people who are influential in the implementation of white supremacy. Like mm -hmm. so, it, it's different. And when when I say like Post Malone, like it, substitute him with anybody. Say Vanilla Ice. Like it's I'm really of this culture. I'm from this culture. I'm not even on the level of a superstar, but you're saying your favorite artist is me and this white guy who has nothing to do with me or rap. Like, that's like saying my favorite rapper is... And the other uh, thing is, is you is, actually is, fuck with Post Malone. Uh, uh, more so than I do. You, you like his music more than I do, but keep going. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> but, like, that's like saying my favorite rapper is Freddie Gibbs and Eminem, like in your Freddie Gibbs right. in that situation, right. Right. like nigga, you don't listen to me in your other favorite rappers, Eminem. Like, nah, that that that's a big gap to to like. If you said my favorite rapper is Donald or not Childish Gambino, and my second one is Chance the Rapper, okay. But if you say my favorite rapper is Chance the Rapper, and then Jada Kiss, because you're Jada Kiss walking through the door, like. That, that's a little bit much with me sitting under a Confederate flag and next to these naked white dudes. <laughs> like, it, it's the surrealism of, like, that's the thing that you got to deal with in that situation in a white world. Like, you're coming into it, and yeah, you're an entertainer, so they're going to fuck with you, but you see who they really are beyond the, oh, I fuck with you just because they have heard your name before. And that doesn't mean you're safe. That's what a big vibe that I was getting. Like it, it seemed like they were safe. Everything was pointing to they were safe. I didn't feel like they were safe, and that's how Earn felt. You could see with Earn's exactly. eyes, his, his machinations that yeah, he didn't feel comfortable in that environment. Darius was cool with it. Paperboy was cool with uh -huh. it. Uh, uh, Tracy was cool with it. Like even when they said, "Hey, we're gonna go," you know, y'all want to go? Y'all, it was like, "Oh, y'all got a gun room." He was like, oh, yeah, alumni, they passed down guns because they're members of the NRA. Darius was like, yeah, I was thinking about joining the NRA. And you see how they and, yeah, They looked at him and, and laughed. They, the white people laughed at him. <laughs> because the NRA, it, they say it's the National Rifle Association, but the NRA is the Nigger Repellent Association. They're the ones who, the only time they ever went against gun control was when the Black Panthers marched on the on the state capitol. That was such a, like, I think it was, uh, was it Fahrenheit 9-11 or was it um, Bowling for Columbine where Michael Moore, shout out to Michael Moore, I don't know what he's doing, but he always hit hard with that with those documentaries. But he had, like, an animation talking about the origination of the NRA and, and mm, what it was all about. That. Yeah, it was in Bowling for Columbine. Um, and it was about black people getting free, Yep. And they're afraid that, oh, my God, we did all this horrible stuff to black people. Oh. we they going to come after us. Right. Black people just wanted to be free and just live. We went a lot of vengeance and nothing like that. But from that, they started the NRA. <laughs> and it's like, it's like really, really good the way he illustrated that. But yeah. yeah, go ahead. And, and they, they perfectly illustrated that point with just a laugh. He said he wanted to be in it, and they laughed at him. Mm -hmm. Like that, I, I was getting real. Like we shouldn't be here vibes and earn coming from that environment. The only person who's been in like the Ivy League schools for him to not be comfortable mm -hmm. in that room, right. like yeah, that he was... knows something they don't. Right. Like like, and I I didn't even realize that until now because like I and I haven't been there before. I was feeling that same type of like uncomfortableness. So like yeah. And, so, oh, go ahead, go ahead. So, yeah, yeah, moving on from that. So, nothing happens. Right. Um, there's no racial conflict. Wait, wait, something does happen. He starts talking about his favorite rappers. Like it, like I said, Paperboy, Post Malone. Then it was Pimp C and yeah, D4L. Yeah. <laughs> and then he said Laffy Taffy was his favorite song. 
Which I mean, that that was for like the audience that they did. They had to, had to do the Laffy Taffy dance, which is surrealism. Was that? I mean, I, I'll give you surrealism because yeah. I can't really put my finger on anything other than you know that was done for comedic effect and an ode to Atlanta because D4L is an Atlanta group, <laughs> you know, and that was a part like Atlanta played. I, Atlanta plays such a central point, a part yeah, of, yeah. of of hip hop culture. Um, you know, I remember that. I remember D. Phil. I remember Shorty Law. I remember Laffy Taffy. All those different things. So, I mean, you know, and I was, you know, just like a, an old to hip hop, old to Atlanta, old to hip hop music, old to um, the fact that this generation coming up, they they were brought up in those households with the Confederate right. flag and right. racism and stuff, but. They still gravitated towards our music. So it just shows, which um, as an aside, I'm finally getting the, the copy of Blues People directly from the publisher. I'm going to go pick it up tomorrow. But that speaks to how our culture shaped American culture because yeah. music is culture. And our, our music shaped this entire country, yeah. even to this day. You know, and that, that was just like an ode to that. But um. Outside of that, I mean, I was done for comedic effect, no conflict, anything like that. They left, you know, unscathed. Then they go back to, you know, the aftermath of what happened that got oh, them there. So yeah. let's speak to, like, once they get back to the uh, the, the uh, campus apartments. All right, so they they have to catch, catch the bus back, and they're standing outside. It's the next day. They spent the night at the frat house. They're at the bus stop in their silk TLC pajamas, and everybody's walking around. They're, like, just... Uh, parkas and hoodies and stuff. So you know they're cold. Like So they get back to their car, ready to go home, and the door's been jimmied open. All the stuff is going out of the car, and all the stuff that was in the apartment they were staying in is in the, uh, the courtyard mm-hmm. of the apartment, all over the grass, just strewn out. They open up their bags. Everything inside has been cut up, like shoes, jeans, shirts, down to the underwear, everything cut up. And uh, Earn realizes that his laptop is missing. Paperboy realizes weed is missing. Earn, I need that laptop. He goes into action mode. He goes to the door, starts banging on the door like, hey, come out here, come out here, open the door. Yeah, he chose violence. Like he's kicking the door, or not kicking the door. He's banging on yeah, the door. Yeah, he kicked the door. No, not yet, not yet. Like ahead. he's banging on the door, and um, Darius comes up to him like, "Hey, man, chill." He, he's like, "Don't fucking touch me!" Like he kind of squares up to him like that dog. Like, nah. But we missed a very important part. Okay. So they're laughing. Oh yeah, going back to that scene, a very important part of while they're still at the frat house. They're laughing like, oh, this is funny, blah, 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 comedic effect. Oh, man, this is a wild night. And then Paperboy's like, oh, man, this is all your fault. You did all this shit, yeah. right? And he's trying to put it on yeah. Tracy yeah. and saying, hey, Tracy, no, it wasn't Tracy. It was you. You put me in this situation. So yeah. from there, now he's seeing that aftermath of what's really happening. And now he goes into action mode thinking like, hey, maybe I need to take charge more. Maybe exactly. I need to boss up. Maybe I need to be more aggressive. What do I need to do to stay in Paperboy's good graces? Because right. going back to the first episode, let me just say this. Right. First episode, Alligator Man. With, uh, so they're not the first people that did music in their family. Right. So Cat Williams' character alludes to another group of, of people that try to do music and get to the point of understanding, like, Ern's character real, oh, well, yeah, Ern realizes that, hey, I'm riding Paperboy's coattails. I got to stay on his good graces. I'm going to try to make it seem like Tracy's the, you know, someone that's the problem because I'm not equipped at this level. Let me try to switch how I'm acting to be more aggressive in this situation. Mm. And that goes to beating on the door. It goes to being more aggressive about I got yeah, I got but, a different take. Yeah, so like I I don't even think Earn is aware. Because when Paperboy told him like and we we skipped that part when you were talking about like the conversation they had at the frat house. Paperboy not only told him that oh, this is your fault, he told him, you're fired. I'm going with different managers. What did he say is fired? It's like, I'm, well, he didn't say the word. I'm talking to him about management. Yeah, yeah. He said, for what, what you think? Like, this shit ain't good. Like, So, in essence, he said, I'm talking to somebody who can handle this better than you can. Mm-hmm. And that took Earn completely 
it, it completely surprised him. He wasn't ready for it. He, what? What? Well, he's like, dog, what you think? He didn't know. He had no idea. Earn thought he was doing a good job. So, like, he doesn't have the perspective of Paperboy. Like, he has the perspective of, I'm doing all this. Like, when Paperboy said, oh, you think you slick. Earn said, I am slick. I'm saving you money, the money you would have spent right. on the hotel right, putting right. your pocket. Like, so Earn is thinking, he, like, penny he has. Rich, penny rich, pound foolish. Exactly. Earn doesn't know that Paperboy is unsatisfied because Paperboy was good until he went into the woods and made that decision. Like, he had to have, have right. an epiphany. Earn's not aware of that at this point. Yeah. So, like, when they go back to the to the apartment Well, he's complex, aware of it when they have that conversation. When they the had that conversation. Right. That's what I said. That's right. when he... But when they go back to the to the apartment, I don't think it's Earn saying, um, I got to step up and be better. I think that's Earn breaking down. I'm looking at mm. this like he's got all purple royalty... He's Macbeth. This is a tragedy. Ooh, this is a tragedy. Ooh, this is right. his life completely ooh, falling apart and deteriorating right. in every aspect from relationship to to father to parent mm. to cousin to livelihood. Mm. Like this is him breaking down and snapping and no, but like this laptop. That that was his lifeline. That has all the work on it and everything. When he lost that last straw, I need that. He's banging on the door. Like he's like, okay, I can't get in that way. I'm pulling the fire alarm. Now he's kicking the door. He pulled the fire alarm. All these white people are coming down, these college kids. He's trying to kick in the door, trying to commit a home invasion, one, a 20-year felony. Mm. Kick down the door in front of all these witnesses. And what does Paperboy say? Don't do this to me. It's not Tracy. You're doing this to me because when the police come and see you trying to kick in a door, like there, a rapper tried to kick in a college woman's door, like your career is over. Like I expect that from Tracy. You got to be better. You 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 have to have shit planned out. Like you got to be more more cerebral, like, you you can't be the, I'm a kick down right. a, a random woman's door. Like, your manager can't do that. Right. And, like, that's why when Paperboy said, you can't do this to me, I, I felt that. Oh, like, I or, that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Don't good. do this that's to deep. me. Yeah. That's what we do over here. We mind and mind culture. Tragedy of Macbeth. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, now they on the ride home. So, now it's kind of the aftermath of that now Tracy's being Tracy. He's instigating like, "Oh, we got a temper, man." Well, you thought a woman gonna open the door for you, kicking it in, <laughs> you know, just just throwing little jabs at him, like like you said, he's had that total meltdown. Like he is totally the whole facade of, "Yeah, I was at Princeton. I know how to move. I know how to do this stuff." All out the window. Total desperation, beating down that door. Like you said, his life's falling apart. Now you got Tracy just needling, just needling, mm -hmm. just needling him to the point where. He's still making bad decisions. Yep. Like he still can't handle that. He's thinking like, yeah, I'm. I think uh, you, you know your your idol, childish Gambino, Donald Glover's probably like five four. Like, <laughs> this dude's probably like five two. But then you got six five, sentient ass, black Air Force One. You think you about to whoop this nigga ass? Yeah, we'll beat this nigga ass. Turn the. Park this fucking car and beat this thing out. It's like, all right, then go ahead. Like, oh, but you had, you had an issue for a point where we was watching it around, like, when he pulled out the gun. Like, uh, paper all right, so, and, and during that car ride, right before Earn uh, says pull the car up so he can beat this nigga ass and shit, like, he's needling him, he's needling him. He pulls the gun out, the uh, and they, at the frat house, they were showing them, like, uh, I think Darius asked, oh, is that an elephant rifle on the wall? Because they had guns mounted on the wall. So he was like, yeah, man, we, we got all type of guns. And he pulled out like this old school yeah, fucking flint dueling flintlock pistol and shit. Mm -hmm. Like, so he pulls that out. I was like, before yeah, the we got Before the Industrial Revolution. Exactly. So in the car ride home, um, Tracy, he pulls out that flintlock. And I was like, nigga, did you steal that? Like, what you canvas police? <laughs> Where's your badge? 
Right, right. right. So he's talking shit. And then he spins around and pulls, the, like, points the gun at Earth, pulls the trigger, click. Earth's not even really paying attention, doesn't know what's going like. But Tracy, like, just cracks up. That's funny. And he's like, oh, man, you can't even put a bullet in this. It's old, blah, blah, blah. He thought I was going to kill him. He was there. Blah, blah. And Darius is laughing. Like, mm-hmm. Tracy's cracking up. And, like, Earn, like, that's just the last straw to him. Like, it, it's the one that broke the camel's back. Like, mm-hmm. he tells Paperboy, pull the car over so I can beat this nigga ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> this car will get pulled over, but I don't know about that second part. <laughs> exactly. And, like, nobody's taking him serious. Like, but he, he's, like, like snapping. Like, no, nigga, pull the fucking car. Like, snapping on Paperboy. So he's like, all right, I'll pull the car. Pulls over. Earn gets out. And... They square up, and you you want to talk about the fight? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, it went how everyone expected it to go. Exactly. It went the same way, like with Money Bag Shorty when yep. he tried to race Michael Vick. So, Bird yep. is a character who's trying to figure out his life, trying to figure out his way, uh, trying to punch above his weight, and he got exactly what was coming to him in this situation. You got to know your lane. Like, the expectation isn't that you're going to beat down somebody's door. Exactly. It's that you're going to whoop somebody's exactly. ass. It's that you're going to be smart. It's going to be that, hey, you got these capabilities and you can move in these rooms and you have this experience, but you're clearly conveying that you don't. You're not comfortable in this environment. And if I'm trying to go to this next level, I don't know if you're somebody I can have in my corner. Ooh. That hurts the insane. <laughs> that's, that's, but it's the reality of the situation. Like that that that's what it is. Like and like you said, it goes exactly how you expect. Uh Ern gets the shit kicked out of him. And Tracy gets back in the car, Ern's laying on the ground. He has to get up, pull himself up, put his shoes on. And, and th- this is a big thing. If you're in a fight and at the end of the fight, yes. your shoes are off. And the other person's shoes are on. Like, you lost that fight. <laughs> it did worse when you instigate, when you wanted to oh, fight. Oh, yeah, you, you were the guy. Like, you were saying, like, you were pressing the issue with you. Like, if you end up, end up, like, on the ground here and your shoe is over there, like, nigga, you lost. Like, like just, if I saw a picture of that, like, and your shoe's off, I know you lost. You like, know what <laughs> you, you know what happened. You don't need to see nothing else. So he has to go pick his shoe up, put it back on. And walk to the car and get in. It probably got rocks in his shoes. And, and shit. then it's like, you would look at that and be like, damn, I feel bad for you, bro. Man, that dude's a bully. But then when you know the context, if you started that shit, Dog, it's even worse. you got that shit, you had it coming. Everybody in the car knew you had it coming. Like, yeah. Now it's just a long, uncomfortable car ride. I think it was about three hours from right. where they were going. <laughs> so, and then that's the end of this episode. Like, where that leaves us is. Earn is completely unsure of his footing. Like, his whole identity is based upon my cousin's blowing up. I'm his manager. This is my this is my entire work, and it is crumbling down before me. Um, and, it, and it's kind of come to this, at this point, to this conclusion that, hey, you have clearly shown that you're not capable. There are resources out there that I can approach and be at the same level of an industry plant like Clark County. What, what were your thoughts toward the end of, end of the episode? Uh yeah, like towards the end of this, I thought I I, I thought that was it for Earn. Mm-hmm. Like I I figured he was going with a different management, and like because that really was the best thing for him. Like Earn proved that he right. wasn't capable of doing what needed to be done to propel all of them to success. Like so, like Earn is the guy who's making money off of Paperboy, but Earn is the person who's getting Paperboy to make the money. Like, so, like, I want to take care of you, like, this Paperboy, from Paperboy's perspective. I want to take you care of you as my cousin, but I won't be able to take care of you if I don't get to the money. You right. can't get me to the money to take mm-hmm. care of you, so I got to get somebody to get me to the money. Exactly. And that's where I thought we were. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, once again, yeah, it's been another, you know, episode where we, you know, we mind and mind culture here at Anthropology. Um, it's the Silk Man, El Doso, Leon, De Soir, Air Silky, your silkiness. Big Silk Dog in the building with my compadre as always. Louie Newton at Eastside Duke Lou, the resident resident of the podcast. I make this shit happen. I pulled out the pot when we got our options. You know what I'm saying? It's me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well-
we'll, we'll give you that. <laughs> I pulled out the pot when we was out of options. After I did? <laughs> like, I just said that. <laughs> oh, because you just said it. Oh, yeah, that's how. No, no, I actually did it, though. Like, oh, just, did, like you, you just like you gave me the Black Privilege book. I mean, I read the book. I said I read Black Privilege. Right. All right. I mean, but if you want to take credit, like, yeah, yeah, yeah man, you, 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 he gave me the book. But just, but like, if that's a, if that's that important to you. Uh, yeah, it is, actually. <laughs> okay, yeah, you gave me the book. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll let you have that. All right, and we Peace! have <laughs>